Welcome to the Champagne Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bronze, a lover of God, life, and all things sparkly. I'll be your tour guide on this journey as we learn how to successfully navigate the effervescent flow of a full, beautiful champagne life where every day is a day worth celebrating. So if you're ready, let's dive in and ride this wave together. Cheers. Hey, welcome, Miss Kimberly Nicole Davis to the Champagne Life Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I was wondering if it came with my own little glass of champagne, but I guess it, <laughs> it, it look, unfortunately, <laughs> maybe it, look at some point when we get us some sponsors. No. Yeah, okay. That part. Yes. Come that part. Sponsors. No, we're definitely going to have to upgrade and get us some actual <laughs> champagne. But the good thing is right now we are in a place where we can celebrate without actually even having a glass of champagne and know that life is awesome and always worthy of a celebration and a praise and a toast and a cheers. So absolutely, (laughs) all those things, but a glass of champagne every now and then definitely is is good, but (laughs) thank you again. And um, we are just excited to have you. Let's, we don't have to go all the way into the history of of how we know each other. Please. Leave but, that where it is. <laughs> but we will say that I've known you for 20 years Yeah, at this point. About oh, 25. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, 20, yeah. Long let's time. Let's just say a couple of decades. Now, that's we telling our age. Oh, no. Bronze, it's like 30. It's like 30 years. Oh. Almost. Yeah. 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 A lot of mutual friends and have always run in, in similar circles. But yep. we definitely have kind of bonded in a special way yes uh, as of late which i'm super grateful for but i knew you as kimberly yes and i look up and all of a sudden now you are the like i say the kimberly nicole davis right (laughs) so just tell us a little bit about your journey to the the woman that i see now and that i admire so much miss kimberly nicole thank you (laughs) you know honestly the true journey has been over 20 years, you know, I've, I've only been married 14 years. So I've only been a Davis for 14 years, but Kim Reed, she was confident, but she didn't truly know her worth. She accepted some things that she shouldn't have. And so, um, she had a very bad temper (laughs) and a very smart mouth. And I didn't realize at the time God had allowed me to be good with my words because I was just slicing people up with them. Back then, okay, okay, (laughs) which I don't even remember that. Like I never, I don't, don't know, right? Yeah, you were quiet. Like we were quiet, and you know, I wouldn't cross you, (laughs) but but it wasn't that I felt. You know, I would know. No, most people didn't know about my temper. That was (laughs) most people know me as someone who was friendly and smiled all the time. Yes, 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 but truly, who. Kimberly was at her core. I, I feel like Kimberly Nicole was there, but it took growth. It took some time just to get to know who I really was. Kimberly definitely didn't know her purpose, and which is okay, you know, right. through the years and spending time in the word and just meditating on who Christ says you are. I think purpose can come later in life, which it did for me. But I was always really good with words. But I did not use them 
for good all the time. And so that journey of going from Kimberly to Kimberly Nicole Davis was a journey on um, understanding self-worth, understanding who God originally created me to be, and just for me to be a kind person. Because Kimberly was a lightweight mean girl. Now, I was the type of mean girl in the movie that would like push you in front of the bus. Well, I mean, you know how it was for us back then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, when you think about it back in like now, it's I think it's definitely a different thing. And probably because we didn't have access to nearly like now everything is on, you're on stage all the time. People yes. have a way to kind of do that. And so that was really not our experience. You no. know, we, of course, everybody had their little friend groups and, you know, clicks. and so that you're their cliques. And we were in our high school sororities that, yes. you know, that is, which is still a huge, well, it's out, not, it's not even a huge thing now. I can't even tell you what it is now here, you know, with our <laughs> young girls. So it's like still a thing, but their groups are so much larger now. We were yeah, we smaller, were much, much more so concentrated. Yes, sure. yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. And so I can definitely look back on some of the things I'm like, Ooh, I don't know if I, I, I might've been there. You can't sit with us at lunch. Exactly. Person sometimes. Yes. <laughs> and it wasn't intentional, no, but no. when you had your little group, that's all that mattered to you. Right. Right. It was not to try to put anybody out or leave anyone out. It was no, just, it wasn't is, intentional. You know, right. But definitely see it from a different standpoint. Definitely. <laughs> so. And so I'm thankful that he has opened my eyes and that, Kimberly Nicole is a person who sees everyone. I don't care where you're from. I don't care your socioeconomic background. I truly see everyone. And so I'm thankful for that bit of growth, for sure. I do think that some of us take a little bit longer than others to start start doing that. Which is okay. Right. Without that path, how can you tell people about the transformation and the growth? You know, we immediately come out walking in our purpose. We don't know what it's like to, Ooh, to not walk good. in our purpose. You know, that's so good. we mm. have to have to be thankful and grateful for all, all of those experiences because they truly make up, you know, who we I are. told a mutual friend, I told Charmaine that, of course, I couldn't share our conversation. Right, right. But I did tell her that, you know, you reached out to me and we spoke. And I said, you know, it. what made me so full was a childhood immature mindset could have kept me from a conversation and healing. Although I was healed from that a long time ago, but Absolutely. it just could have... If I had not grown in Christ any, I could have missed out on a beautiful friendship. Absolutely. And so I told her, man, I got so full and it makes me want to cry now. I'm the same way. I was like, I just thank thank God that he allowed me to grow. Right. How many people are stuck in the same place? Right. Because they won't grow. Because they won't. Yeah. It is amazing. It just lets you know it's. It was a testament, number one, when something is on your mind or your heart or your spirit mm-hmm. to do it, to do it and follow. It. And it was actually someone else. I was going like coaching and I just mm. kept telling her about a place where I was. I'm like, I, but I told her a couple of times, you know, that I had some of the vision or things that I saw that mm-hmm. involved you and had. And she was like, reach out to her. Like she mm-hmm. encouraged me to do that. And it was probably still a long time before I actually did it. Wow. Um because it just still was just, it was so bizarre. It mm. was so, to me, you know, yeah. it was just like, why would I call somebody? Like, what, 
how is this conversation going to go? Because we were cordial. Yeah, yes, we were cordial. We've been cordial for a long time. Yeah, but we friends. never had a conversation. But we never had a conversation, mm-hmm. you know, and those things are there. And even though I felt comfortable that, again, you would be welcoming. And, oh, for sure. Like to me, it just still, I didn't know. You just didn't know what to expect or how it to go. But what was so amazing about it, Kim, is because I can talk all day long. But when it comes to certain things, I have a hard time finding the words. You know, when things Mm. are kind of personal or kind of tight, I was talking around so many things and you just were like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And I'm going to tell you when you said, okay, let me tell you, I think, and I was in my mind, I'm like, ain't no way this girl, but how's she going to tell me what I'm saying? (laughs) And I ain't got it out yet. I ain't finished what I'm saying. Ain't no way she was... And the things that you said and the thing, you know, it just, it let me know that you heard me. Mm. Uh, It let me know that you were really in tune with what I was saying. Anytime that I've reached out to you, even if I just text you and be like, girl, I need some prayer today, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, or whatever I need, you have always responded like in perfect timing. And, Mm. um, and I'm just grateful. And I just, again, just want that to be a testament to when some any, first of all, any of these old things that people might be holding on to, or you think okay. people are holding to in life, like they you know, are not. Are, they, they are like we are all so occupied with life and trying to make it, you know, That's right. and trying to get that people. That's a lot right. of times, people they are not worried about old stuff, and especially people who, like you said, have grown. And and if they uh, are a child, you don't want nothing to do with them. You want nothing to do with that. <laughs> if people are holding on to stuff that's 20, 30, like, you exactly. know, we have had exactly. so many lifetimes. And I think I've learned a lot through the pandemic and just this time period of how much, how important really coming together is in, mm-hmm. in so many ways, as far as people trying to work separately and figure things out separately or, in, you know, on their own, as opposed to coming together. I'm like, because, Anything that I've come through, it's one of the th- reasons why I wanted to start this podcast. I don't want to say I have a, a, a big mouth. I said I talk a lot, but sometimes <laughs> I, I don't want to say I overshare. I try to be careful about what I share because oversharing is, not but I still have a very close circle. So, you know, I yes, am with my do. friends and yes. yeah. So, but almost anytime I might say something that I'm a little like, but there, there's very rarely, unless it's just a bronzism, but unless it's very rarely somebody else. That has like, girl, I feel that too, or oh, I'm dealing yes, with that too, or oh, right. I'm dealing with that. But I feel like people are so in a shell about it until someone else brings it up, until somebody else says, "This is what I'm dealing with," or and somebody, you know, because I'm like, I can't pretend like things aren't happening. I can't pretend like things don't happen or aren't coming. But it doesn't make me like they don't make who I am. They don't. They might slow me down for a second, or it might get in my way, but it doesn't make me and talking through it with other people who are dealing with the same things. Right. To me, that's just the best way to learn how to get through it and to realize you're not the only one. So you're not crazy. <laughs> you're not yeah. like, you know, <laughs> and that's kind of, for most people when they choose not to share, it is because of fear or shame or guilt right. or all three wrapped or together. Yeah. But when you do share you have that courage to share. You give other people permission to stand up and find their voice and Absolutely. share also. Absolutely. So it's 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 all on purpose and for a purpose. Right. So, so yeah, I, you've got I, to find your voice. You have to have it because there's somebody out there depending on you to say something that they need to spark them to have the yes. courage to do the same. And, and you know what you told me that 
made me that I pushed me encouragement. I, I know you don't. I know. <laughs> I know because you were just flowing. But this is what you said. You said like my whoever you're supposed to reach. That's not necessarily who I'm supposed to reach. So right. if you put something out and two people like it. <laughs> So what, you know, That's maybe right. those are the two people that are supposed to, you know, but you don't not do what you're supposed to do because you're worried about what somebody else is going to think, because those are not the people who you're trying to reach, no. you know, and That's right. that was, that was very, because I'm, again, I'm a confident person in that way, but I just feel mm-hmm. like, uh, I'll share with the people who are around me. I know they want to hear what I have to say. Maybe right. other people don't want to hear, you know, but now it's still, it's being able to hopefully share and encourage people because somebody hopefully, prayerfully will get, you know, something from anything that I'm sharing because it's going to try, I'm trying to be positive. I want to try to be encouraging. And I know when I saw your heroine, your heroine. Yep. The heroine experience. Yep. I saw, you know, you were talking all about empowering other women. And so just tell us a little bit about all of that. The heroine experience is um it's an all-inclusive three-day two-night retreat and it is basically for women who are ready to do the work of healing so i create a safe space for women to come together to experience the beginning journey of healing now it started out of a talk i used to throw a women's conference And I gave a talk about the woman with the issue of blood and how at the time when she reached out to grab her healing by touching Jesus's hymn, Jesus was on the way to heal a little girl. And he gave me a revelation that although Jesus was on the way to heal Jairus's daughter, Jairus had to come and find Jesus to get the healing for his daughter. Mm -hmm. But the grown woman was able to have the choice to reach out and take her healing for herself. The problem is most of us have a little girl inside that experienced some type of traumatic event or she's frozen at 16 because of a bad breakup. So there's a little girl inside that is not allowing the woman to reach out and grab her own healing. So after that talk, the Lord dealt with me and I was like, Lord, what you want me to do? I didn't hear anything. So from May 2018 to April 2019, I heard crickets. Like I didn't hear anything about what to do. And I went to California for work and I didn't go out with my coworkers. I stayed in the room and I was journaling and he gave it to me, the heroin experience. He told me it's a retreat. So I had to get away from my natural environment Absolutely. to hear him more clearly all yes, the way across the yes, country. Yes, yes. And he told me, and I want you to do it this September. I was like, you mean September 2020? He's like, nope, September 2019. Wow. I'm like, how am I going to bring this retreat together from April right. to, but he did it. And so it was one of the most powerful experiences for me, ministry wise to date. I can't put it into words. I try to tell women what it's like, but it's truly an experience. You have to be there. So I have speakers that I bring in and, you know, we talk about identity. We deal with forgiveness and then we deal with um, redemption on Sunday morning. But it's the healing activities that we do throughout the weekend that really begin to peel back the layers of the hurt, the trauma, anything from just rejection from a parent sexual abuse came up, breakups, divorce, anything you can think 
that could cause trauma in a woman's life we dealt with. And when they leave, you know, that that Sunday, when you get home, you're going back to your everyday world. Right. I'm not saying you're going to be fixed in three days. Right. What I do know for a fact is they leave changed and they leave with tools that allow them to apply everything that they've learned to continue the process of unraveling all of that that God never intended for them to carry in the first place. Absolutely. So it's it. I had to cancel it for this year, you know, because Rona. Right. Right. <laughs> Rona, COVID. Rona, yeah. yeah Rona Wouldn't let me be great. Everybody. But, everybody. Everybody. No, everybody. <laughs> but we will, you know, it's postponed until 2021. And so I encourage people to take the time to choose you and come. And it's sequestered, you know, on purpose. I don't let them go back and forth. You have to stay there. But that's because you can go home and then your husband got to cook. You might have trip, whatever. I want you to be all in for yourself. You can give yourself one weekend to begin the work of healing. Because I believe when you do that, you can go back home as your best self. And you can show up better in the world. Not just for your family, not just for your coworkers, but for yourself. You, yes. And that's (laughs) so important. We put so much pressure on ourselves. And I don't think that we look at how much pressure we put on it until we step away from it. We step away from it and we look back. And I will say, you know, not necessarily just from a family standpoint, but from a whole person standpoint, Mm -hmm. that's the reason I combine the celebrate coronavirus, right? Because it has forced me to sit down. Like it made me sit still. I've been running from sunup to sundown, like for the last 15 years. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, for years. Yeah. yeah. And which of course in the last 10 have probably been the most. And I do think that it was so intentional and in the foundation that was laid that led up to this because I started hearing messages about being busy isn't necessarily mean that you're honoring God, right? So when I I felt like I could say yes to everything or I had to, what I used to feel was if I was able to do it, then I should do it. Mm. And whether I was, if it was convenient or if I actually wanted to, or if it was, if somebody asked me to do something, I would literally carry this guilt. I'm like, it doesn't matter if if I have a 30 minute window and this is what y'all need me to do. Okay, I'll do it. I'll make it happen. And you just end up in this cycle of not being able to be great, you know, and then I'm down, down on myself for not feeling like I'm accomplishing things or I'm not doing things at the level that I know that I can do them. And I see myself in this cycle, but I don't know how to stop it because I've already committed to these things. I'm going to do these things. And I never find a break to actually say, okay, let's stop, you know? And so when the pandemic, I didn't have a choice, you know, I I literally did not have a choice. And it gave me that time that you were talking about to start actually reflecting. And that led me to call you. And you, you said, like I said, a lot of things that I needed to hear. Um, And I think it is, it's because I know that you know me well enough to kind of know Mm-hmm. my life or kind mm-hmm. of see it from a yeah, distance. the but, outskirts of it. Right. Yes. But I promise you the conversation we had, I would have been like, somebody didn't tell her all my business. <laughs> Cause she knows all my business. <laughs> but there were things that we discussed that it's not even like I'd ever talked to one specific friend about like all of those things. Right. You know, having someone who knew me not intimately 
but give me some of the insight that you gave and just and not even like telling me what to do, but just kind of saying these are things you need to look at and pray about. And mm-hmm. and I mean, I literally after I, we got off the phone because I took notes like and wrote down, I was like, I got to remember this. stuff. I got to remember <laughs> this stuff because I really wanted to be able to meditate on those things. Mm. And I think that I have learned so much about meditation during this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why the heroin experience sounds like so awesome to me because mm-hmm. being able to pull away from your environment is everything. It <laughs> like is. It, is it is everything. There is so much noise <laughs> that we don't even know that it's there. It's, it's what we're used to. And Kim, I was, I was so afraid of the stuff in my head. Mm. And I, I, I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound crazy, but it's true. I never wanted a quiet moment, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To the point where when I drive to work, like nobody can help this against me or drive whatever. Like I have, my, I have to put my phone up and like put a movie or something on so that I won't text or something. Because I can't, if I'm just writing and I'm not mm-hmm. doing something. My mind starts, and at night when I go to bed, I have something going here. I would, I don't want my head. It was so loud. It was so mm. much. But because I never had peace, I couldn't really distinguish what was happening. So it oh, came across. Good. It caused yeah. anxiety, yeah. right? Because I'm yeah. like, what is all this noise? Like, I just need. So if I can focus on this, I don't have to focus on this, right? Yeah. But yeah. Finding when you actually have to sit still and you start trusting yourself and start listening to yourself and actually thinking through and working through those thoughts, you know, and a lot of them are painful sometimes. That's right. like things from your childhood, things, you know, we are marked by stuff that we have no idea about, right. you know, things right. that have happened so long ago that we just don't really know, you know, and until you have that place of retreat and pull yourself away mm-hmm. it is almost I mean not that you can't hear from God not that you can't get but the clarity that you get when you actually do pull yourself away right um, it's just a whole different thing see that's why I love the Holy Spirit so much and Jesus he's a gentleman so you had all this going on in your head he was not going to compete with that right he's not right. going to leave you or take his hand off of right. you Right. But he will wait until you get to a point right. that you are ready to truly hear him. That's right. right. Yeah. And so the Holy Spirit dwells in all of us. That's that scripture. He right. sent that for us. Absolutely. So you have it. I have it. He has. It, she has. Right. It. We right. all have it. Right. Right. But it's up to us to make a decision. Right. To place ourselves in a posture where we can right. hear and allow the Holy Spirit to actually lead us. Absolutely. Because God Absolutely. is not the author of chaos. Like he ain't going to be in the midst of all that. And he will not dwell in that. I mean, <laughs> yes. and it's the truth. It's like yeah. you said, he's like, I'm not going to compete with all that. When you're you right. ready. When you're I'm ready. Here. When I'm here. Like, I'm here. Right. Like, I yeah. didn't, you know, he might raise it and be like, hey. Yes. But, okay. And he's you, constantly I, tapping like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Don't, and, yeah. And you know, I've been running. <laughs> right. you, know, you know, I'm like, <laughs> but the bottom right. line is, like you said, he is there. He's, and I will say this, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to keep belaboring on it, but he will meet you. He's ready when you come. And Correct. 
eventually you recognize that when that's the acceptance and that's the voice that you listen to, Mm -hmm. that's how you find peace. Because when you are listening to all these other things, like you're not going to find, you're not going to have peace. So when you learn to tune into that voice, you know, and know Mm -hmm. it, then you can eventually have your peace. And it has worked in tremendous ways for me because I faced some obstacles and things that I never thought that I would probably have to face or be, in, mm-hmm. you know, just things that have mm-hmm. come up recently that I promise I don't know that I would have been able to make th- without that voice leading me. The world tells us to do this. And, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's, you know, the people who we love and it's not necessarily people wanting bad things for you. Because sometimes people think that they're telling you what they feel like is best, yeah, it's you know, their opinion. It, it's their opinion. And but you have to decide to listen to what Christ says. Right. 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 And an- um, another piece I feel like I need to say for someone, um, because I feel like there's a listener who s- thinks that to hear God's voice is going to come like Old Testament King James version. <laughs> thou shalt, thou willest no. go. No, right. No, it's going to sound right. like your voice. Right. That's the piece I need people to get. Yes. Holy Spirit dwells in you. He's not going to come to you in some deep man's voice like Morgan Freeman. Right. It's going to sound like your voice. It's your voice. And so people doubt that because they hear their own voice. Right. One of the ways that it was kind of put in perspective for me is like as a child, like you have this feeling inside of you like you know when some things are kind of like right or wrong yes, and so you know good. what you're <laughs> right you know so I've learned to trust my good yes so what my inner side is telling me it's because I know the best thing or I know that in general when I've meditated if I prayed on it and I've That's blocked right. out all those other things and it's not hearing from that deep or the clouds open up. It's Correct. like, ah. Right, right. Now, some yeah. people have heard his voice audibly. And right. I have once, but every day, no, it's right. going to be right. your inner thoughts. You, yes. But when we spend time in the word, when we spend time with him, when we spend time in prayer, we begin to distinguish between, oh, I'm tripping. My attitude right. horrible. And yeah. okay, Holy Spirit is leading me. And I and I think that one way that I know that I still try to do this, because I come up with a lot of stuff that, you know, all those voices that I'm hearing yeah. in my head. <laughs> I will say for a long time, I'd be like, okay, if you if that was written and say it, show me again. You know, well, I, like I, I try not right, yeah. right. <laughs> like I try not to do that as much anymore, but I do still try to make sure I don't make quick decisions or you yes. know, like very fast because usually I'm like, as soon as I hear something, it feels, I'm like, oh yes, let's do, you know, yep. I'm like, let's think about this. Let's see if, does this really make sense? Is this really, you know, um, where I'm being led and right. not just flesh, but you know what I mean? Like things for that sure. I'm attracted to for other reasons. Right. That's why this looks good to me. And I think, you know, being patient is a part of it. I'm, and I'm not that person. Kim. Neither. I, I, I'm I struggle with that patience. person. Yes. I want what I want, what right. I, I'm ready, that's like me. right then. <laughs> and so that is, but I am learning that if it's for me, you know, I do have to be active and faithful and going after what it's what is for me. I can't sit and wait because that's Correct. another thing that is not going to happen. Like you've got to put forth moves, you know, right. towards what you're trying to do. But if you're doing that and you are claiming those things and it's what's for you, it's going to happen. That's and so right. I agree um, 100 percent. 
I've been told to by one of my coaches that you know, don't change the goal, change mm. the date, right? That's right. So yes. just because it didn't happen on these dates that sometimes we put out there. That's right. Does not mean that it's not supposed to happen or what it just maybe means that this was not that time, right? And yeah. you just keep moving and pushing and, and going forward. I agree. Ooh, 100%. girl. well so this knowing now what you know like what would you go back and tell your real like your 21 year old college kim what would you tell yourself (laughs) she's at the university of alabama just doing it up and doing it all lord bless her heart but (laughs) i would honestly you know tell her to listen to her grandmother more um because she really would give me sound advice, but I didn't want to hear it, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I just didn't. She was old and I didn't want to hear it, but now right. I wish she was <laughs> still here, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Another thing I would tell her is to listen to her gut, just like you stated. Um, when something doesn't feel good, when something is not serving you anymore, you need to get up and leave from that table, right? right. right. Another thing that I would want to um, let her know is just be yourself. Mm. You were born to stand out and he made you sensitive for a reason. Like, honey, you're going to need to be sensitive so you can see things in other people 20 years from now that other people may not notice. And so he made you uber sensitive for that very purpose. So you were born to stand out. You were born to be different. You don't have to assimilate. You shift the atmosphere when you walk into a room. You don't have to conform to what's going on in that room. I didn't do a good job with that when I was younger, but now well, I saw a meme and I believe it. I don't have to sit at the head of the table. Wherever I sit at the table, the energy is going to shift because I know what I bring to that table. Oh, absolutely. So that yeah. that's a big, the biggest piece I would tell her is just be yourself. Yeah, that's so much. That's very good. I got chills on that. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious because it is, it is, it is so hard to be comfortable and confident in Correct. that sometimes, you know, yes. we are, again, it goes back to what I feel like we're being told by all these different people and all these different ways. And, you know, not just like people personally, but what's in media and what Correct. we see everywhere, yep. you know, it's the, who you should be, what you should be. And then on top of that, you have what you've been raised to like so that's what like your folks are telling you and then you actually have your own voice that's somewhere down in there saying that you know and that is that is it's a hard thing to say okay what about my voice especially Kim when I realized that sometimes my voice if it went against what people who I love or respected said or their thoughts or beliefs you know it's like dang does that mean that I'm disrespecting them because right. I'm now like, no, I don't know if that's true or no, I think, right. but ultimately they will love you. You know, you right. be true to you and they will love you. You shouldn't have to change who you are to get love or acceptance from anybody. From like, anybody. You, and, and I shouldn't, and I'll put the caveat with that. We all of course have work that we can do on ourselves. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, so as we're growing and whatever, but if you know that you're being, your best self and that you're being true to you and not leading your life in a way where you're like, it's all about me. It's all about me. But I had an issue with that because I think I always feel like things will come across like as arrogant or self-centered or whatever. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I've learned that has just helped me be just even learning about humility is that 
It's knowing that I am important, but everybody else is also important, right? Right. Like, so it doesn't mean that. So just like that with knowing that I have my gifts or my purpose within God, it's not arrogant to say that because I do have mine. I'm so grateful to be learning mine. I don't believe that humility is the absence of confidence. Right. You told me, you told me about Godfidence. Okay. Well, there you go. Yes. Marshawn (laughs) Evans Daniels. Yes. That's her trademark word. And yes, I believe yes, in it. And yes. when we think about that, he has given each of us a gift that only you can do. Now, there right. may be some other people who can dance. Right. But the lives that you've touched, the way that you cre- create and choreograph shows, I can't do that. And I'm okay with that. Like, Absolutely. I'm going right. buy a ticket and watch the show. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yes. But yes. I'm okay with that because yeah. I know my gifts. And right. you shining on the stage does not make me feel any kind of way. Right. It I'm doesn't take away. It. No. it does not try to take away any of that. And what you said is important to point out because one of the things that I've just kind of learned also recently, number one, I saw a quote that somebody posted that was talking about like a flower, mm-hmm. a flower. It's not worried about the one next to it, right? It's like it's just trying to bloom. It's mm-hmm. one that wants to be its best self. And I think that even with in competition and stuff, I do understand that like in a lot of industries that there are secrets or whatever, right? Like in right. stuff from res- restaurants and stuff, you might have your right. recipe that you don't want to share your recipe or whatever. But when it comes to certain things, even if somebody like, for instance, steals the name of your business or whatever, like they can't be you. They cannot replace who you are and what Mm -hmm. you bring to the table. Even if you're worried about that, that means you might have like one idea. Right. Then that might mean that this wasn't really your thing. Right. Because I think that God will keep replenishing you. He does. In your purpose and in your. So you don't have to worry about that because you know that you are special. Like nobody else can do what you do because mm-hmm. it was meant for you, right? Yeah. So when you are walking and you're, you don't have to worry about what other people are doing in that way, you, you literally know, can just focus on you <laughs> and that in your walk. <laughs> so many people who have contacted me for advice or help on how to throw a women's conference, what to do, when to do it, where, and I help them because Honey, there's a lot of women out there. <laughs> right. They might need to hear. They might need to yes. come to yours. Right. You know? Yes. I, yes. I, I'm not going to not help another woman help other women because I threw the conference first. Like, what kind of asinine right. mess is that? Yeah. You know? I mean, it's tr- it's the truth though, and there yeah. are people who are are especially like in dance. You know, I mean, people are yeah, I, y'all a little different. Oh my gosh, ministry like, can be tough now. But <laughs> yes, oh yeah, y'all. because people want their following in there. Correct. You know, yeah, now, but, but yeah, and even what I've seen here locally, and what I'm hoping to try to change. I'm like, y'all, if we come together, we can reach so many more people right. because of you know, as opposed to us having these little pods and stuff over here. Right. Stuff. The things that I come up with, or the stuff that I hear or envision. It's not going to be what is anybody else's head, right? Correct. So, That's you know, right. I actually work best with two or three other choreographers sometimes because we mm. have different different visions, different. We hear yeah, different things that, and we see you're the looking through yeah. a different lens. Right. So you and see so, the dance different. Yeah. Right. And I can say, oh, let's put this here and do because of my experience in certain areas mm-hmm. and my younger folks. I'll let y'all come. I'm not trying to do hip hop. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how to, you know, where we should do some staging and what yes. music, you know, sounds good going into this. 
But what I'm not going to do is try to make you know, no, yeah. that, you yeah. know, I know my place in that. But there are people who like won't let younger teachers or whatever come in because they're worried about something. No, it's good. I'm tired. I don't need you to, you know, I want you to come help me. So I don't have to be trying to do groundwork. I'll let the young folks get on the ground, show them how, how yeah. it's done. And- but, you know, even more than that, Bronze, I feel like this true leaders build capacity in those who come behind them. True leaders build and create other leaders. If you are the only one with all the knowledge, if you are the only one who knows how to do X, Y, Z, and and you're never leading from a place of, let me help bring people up behind me, child, please. That is so good, Cap. Like, I wish I could like, say that again, but I guess I can just, <laughs> like, I'm, I got it recorded so I can yeah, hear it again, like, but that no, is great. But, true, but no, say, but really, leaders, say it true, again. <laughs> true leaders, I believe, true leaders yeah. build capacity in those who come behind them. That means true leaders build other leaders. So to make it even more plain, if you have people who are around you and you don't see their strengths and their weaknesses. And if you don't tap into that greatness to pull out that leader in them, what they there for? Right. Just to try to prop me up. You know, that means that I want them there for, and that's not, that is not helping anyone. You know, that is other people, other people, people think that leaders mean, you know, somebody always listening to what you say. And And that's not what it is. That is not what it is. And that's lip service. I Mm -hmm. love working more on a collaborative level. Mm -hmm. Everybody has something to offer. You can learn something from anybody, really. And like you said, Sue, my my doctor posted about this kind of when COVID started. When you mentioned earlier, I think it's important to also say that you're like, like, I see everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it is so important for people to do that and to recognize if you don't do that. Yeah, because I used to not. Clearly. You never know. <laughs> well, no, I just think that part of growth is you become more aware, Correct. right? But unfortunately, some people just only stay me focused, you know, for whatever That's true. reason. But when you like, everybody needs to feel respected. Everybody needs to feel appreciated. Mm-hmm. Everybody has something. Everybody deserves a certain level of, of, of respect. I agree. Even if that just is eye contact and a head, not acknowledging yep. that you see someone because you don't know whose life you might have affected. That's right. In a way, just because you acknowledge them. You That's know what right. I mean? And it's very important when you said but that that growth, like now I see everybody. Like we can't just glaze over that. That's a big deal. That well, thank is, you for a, it. It, it <laughs> is. It's a big deal because people can learn a lot from that. Mm. Because you never know. There are a lot of even characters, and I will never profess to be like a Bible scholar, but you know, mm-hmm. in the, there are times in the Bible where you see that, where That's people true. like, if you were overlooking, you know, folks or people did, because they didn't know, you know, what that person or thought were. that person, yeah, That's didn't right. have something to or offer. Worth. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so we have to be very mm. careful That's good. about that. And so, mm. uh, well, what can we expect next or on down the road from? Uh, if once we make it through Rona, when okay, Rona finally come out of right? COVID Rona, and Rona, exactly. Right. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm still working on my book. I don't know why it has taken me so long to 
write a book. I started this book in 2016 and it's only a 30 day devotional. But if I'm honest, I really feel like it was um, fear. You know how Erica Badu says, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about I'm sensitive my, about oh, my, yes, yes. yes so yes. I really think that's, that was a part of it. But my goal is to release the book 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, so every event I had planned has to be, had to be rescheduled for next year. So right. the Heroin Experience Retreat will be next year. This okay. November, um, what is today? So this weekend, I was supposed to be hosting okay. my first uh, conference again, one day event, okay. the Heroines Gathering. And it is okay. focused, focused on women coming together to gather, okay. to share on different topics. And it has been postponed to November 21st, 2021. And okay. it's on a Sunday evening because I'm calling it the unconference because I've done conferences so much. A lot of people are doing conferences and I think that's great, but I'm always moving my cheese. Like, okay, so what am I doing right. next? Right, And so right. it's a little bit different. I don't want to share okay. it all. Okay. But prayerfully, that will be able to take place. Um, the, the venue is booked. I gotcha. had speakers okay. booked. So we'll gotcha. see how it all plays out. So that, that's the main well, you have to promise that. to come back and because we'll still be yes, gone then, right? And the you'll have to promise yes. to come back and, and, come and, back. and give us the tea. Yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> I will pour all the tea. Pour all the tea because we want some of this unconference heroin experience. Yeah. So let me know. say this. Um, okay. The last heroin <laughs> experience was at the embassy and the one this year was supposed to be at Purcell Farms. But so the workers were guys and Saturday night, they finally got the courage up to ask me. He said, now, is this heroin and then the drug? I said, no. I said, it's pronounced the same way, but it has an E on the end. You see this E on my shirt? Heroin, as in female hero, <laughs> hero. a woman of noble character. Right. He said, "Ooh, thank you," because I showed, told my boys. I texted them and was like, "Man, these the best looking heroin addicts I've never seen in my life." I said, "Don't you ever tell anybody else anybody." <laughs> so but. it is. People get it confused, but I know, like, and of course, I know what it is. is it's just but what it's I'm pronouncing it. I'm like, I keep like the drug, unfortunately, but but that's hey, that's yeah, okay. God gave me that word because it's time for us to be heroines of our own story. Yes, and it's a strong, beautiful word. Yeah, there are even things that I, you know, I look at that I like look at what some people might look at as a. Yeah. You flipped it and you make yeah, that a, a positive. Sure. So it might just catch some people's experience. They're like, well, I want to try this. That Let me you, see what exactly. this heroin experience is. <laughs> they need to be there. <laughs> see, when I tell them it's pronounced like the drug, they get it right quick. <laughs> right. Like they exactly. need to be there. Oh, yeah. Lord. Okay. Well, well, Kim, what is your one main tip? How do you deal with life's ups and downs? I was thinking about the word effervescent. And of course, the 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 nerd that's in me and the word person, that's the um, I, I had to understand the meaning, and so I found out that effervescent has a Latin origin that means to boil up. Wow! And so I felt like I heard the Holy Spirit tell me, "Okay, that's it." So when you're going through hard times, 
you have a choice to make about what you're going to allow to boil up. Are you going to worry or worship? Are you going to um, be pessimistic or are you going to pray? You can right. decide what boils up inside of you. Right. Are you going to allow God's word to boil up or are you going to cuss somebody out? Are right. you going to remember that he says that we are the head and not the tail? Are you going to remember that he says that he will work all things for our good? What will you allow to boil up? And so that stuck with me because if you think about effervescence with champagne, it's bubbles right. and yes. they rise. Yes. So what do we want to rise to the top of our life? Right. Hard times don't last all the time. Right. Problems, problems are nothing but situations we've given too much power to. Amen. Say and that so, again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ah, problems okay, <laughs> are simply situations we've given too much power to. Right. And so we have a choice. We can. I, I decide we go. We go let something else bubble up. Right. We go. That's what we we choose. You choose. You yeah. know. And that to me is the definition or what I'm hoping to again even bring to the world. I guess with a champagne life is that a champagne life is it's not about having a fortune. Champagne life is about what you make. Right. It is what mm. you choosing to celebrate. Looking That's at so every, good. looking at everything that you go through in life as growth because you've made it through it. So That's if you've made so it through good. it, then that means you celebrate, right? So today, That's like so good. all these things didn't go right, today, but we made it today. Hey, where's the Let's bottle? Celebrate! <laughs> celebrate. I love yes. that. Yes. Now I'm gonna be honest, bros. I, I want the wealth too. Now the Lord's <laughs> still working on His child, but <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> I just, I, that's not what I, that's not what I meant at all. Because okay. I, look, don't get me wrong. Both, now, but we're going to let yes. the Lord do it. I got we, it. We're going to have to, <laughs> and I'm learning, I'm working on that, Kim, because I promise you, even until recently, I used to think that, and you know, I, I like nice stuff. Don't get me wrong. Right, but we, I we used to think that. that wanting wealth or that that was a negative thing, right? That but Because not. it was associated with greed, but that's not, you know, God wants us to do that and he wants yeah, us he but wants we us have to be to, well and prosper at all things. yes mm-hmm. yes and we have to just remember where our source is right or who our source is yeah and to keep him first yes ma'am thank you for encouraging me thank you for being one of my first guests on that first season of the champagne podcast you believed in me when I had I got maybe 40 followers I appreciate you thank you so much love (laughs) (laughs) alright 